This podcast is proudly brought to you by the McLaren Vale Grape Wine and Tourism Association, supporting growers in the McLaren Vale wine region. Hello and welcome to uh, Crop Watch Vintage 2023. I'm James Hook. And I'm Jill Gordon-Smith. And welcome. Yeah. So, James, here we are. Getting close to the business end of harvest. We are, but I've got a lot of questions for you today because remember um, a couple of episodes ago we were discussing, and we usually do, our predictions for vintage, and you predicted that we'd be around two weeks late. So how's that gone? I'd say we're basically two weeks late. Um, Some sites probably even later than two weeks. At, at the time of recording this, there's the Cropwatch Aldinga site and the Cropwatch Selix uh, Hill site have been part picked. So there's still parts of those vineyards still there. And it's, um, I think it's the 22nd of March. It is. And those blocks generally go by the first week of March. Because normally we, in other years, we've been 80% of the way through by now. Yeah, and in fact, in 2007, I had one grower, he's got 90 hectares, it was finished before the start of March. So what percentage are we through at the moment? Uh, I get, by the time this goes to air, I think we'll be um, 30% through, um, because we, we, there's, there's quite a lot going every day, and when, when the logistics train is in full swing, we can pick you know, 5% every day, so in a week they can really get through a lot of the region. Okay, so let's have a like. We're standing in this vineyard on Seaview Road. Yeah, well, this is Dress Circle. Yeah. like this is this is McLaren Vale wine region um, at its at its best. And this area. let's think about the weather that we've had so far. So we had a little bit of warm weather in January. Yeah, uh, February. February was was average again. Yeah, and now it, it's quite cool. I'm here in a jumper. Yeah, um, that's not. We I mean we're past the equinox. Yes. So we would expect it now to continue to get colder and and. Um, less sunlight every every day. So the growing season has been quite long. However, we're looking at something really interesting in this vineyard. Yeah, I mean, lots of people have been asking me, oh, why are the yields low this year? Yeah. I mean, we're going to get yields as a region similar to what we get in a, in a heat wave affected harvest, a drought harvest. Um, it's certainly going to be lower than, than last year um, with the, the harvest tons that are coming off. And one of these little late kickers is... Um, is, is wind damage. So we, we've had extremely strong winds through March, and I think you can actually see that in the in the canopy and the fruit. And you've just shown that there's some really desiccated dried fruit. So what actually happened to that fruit? Um, we we do have a disorder of grapes called bunch stem necrosis, BSN, that produces um, a red racky, a reddening of the racky, and then that that bunch then withers. But I think what we're seeing in this vineyard and many others is that's just physical damage from the wind. So it's been so windy at this site, it's broken the racky and the, the vine, the, the bunches have desiccated, like they've dried as if they were um, caught on cut. And they taste like caught on cut grapes. Yeah, and that, that's where I sort of do the difference between a bunch stem necrosis, the disorder of vines. Yep. Those, uh, that fruit is bitter and horrible to taste. And that's not, that's No, no, that, that's actually just rich, literally yeah, rich. just happened within the last few, uh, maybe days, maybe a week. I mean, Monday of this week had um, so many power outages from, from just high winds knocking trees down. And that's not great for vineyards either. It's just like a little late kick. 
Um, I, I was in this vineyard yesterday and I counted one vine that had lost six bunches. So if you do a little bit of quick math in your head, you go six bunches, if they're 100 grams, that's 600 grams of vine. Um, If you have, say, 2,000 vines a hectare, um, that meant that that block had lost 1.2 tonne to the hectare. Which is around six, no, 1,200 bottles almost. Oh, yeah, it's just crazy. Um, Probably from from just some wind. Wow. Yeah. So... Um, now, you were talking about we've got these are the latest dates for harvest that have been recorded at Aldinga and Selix. Yeah, and, and they, I think they will be as we roll through the rest of the valley. And it's been a cool growing season and there's been slower than usual development. So um, what do you think is going to happen now? Uh, we The window of the season is closing. <laughs> you, you, can, you can see it in you the vines. You can feel it. Yeah. You can see the vines are going into some of getting some autumnal look. Yes. Now, for if we were to go up in a balloon, I think, and draw a line between Old Norlunga and McLaren Flat, I think everything on the southern side of that um, is going to be picked. It'll be okay. Um, yeah, even if all the leaves fall, fell off tomorrow, yeah, they'll fall over the line. Um, yeah, Greenwich will ripen. Where you go north of that line, you begin to get a bit of altitude, and you go out through Blewett Springs, up yeah. into Clarendon, through Kangarilla. That then becomes a case of um, vine management because there's a real chance that the season will close on some of those blocks before they reach um, you know, like harvest ripeness. And so phenolic ripeness. Yeah. yeah. So, um, a really, again, it's viticulture and agriculture and what an interesting season. Yeah. Any other predictions or anything else that you want to talk about? Um, we are a bit lucky in that like this season could have gone disastrously, but uh, the rain did stop in, in um, December, January. So as far as disease uh, yeah, it's, this it, year? Yeah, the disease pressure, again, if you draw that line between Old Nolunga and, and um, McLaren Flat, the southern side of it, Everything's getting pretty close to being right. Um, or even green, even the Greenish, even Greenish, um, 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 Mavedra, They're, they're going to be harvested within a sort of a two-week period. When, when we go north of that, we are seeing downy mildew go berserk again okay. and go a bit crazy. And then those blocks are just at retritis risk. Every time it rains, the you're rolling the dice about how much. So again, that's that can that's going to affect yield. So how much do you think that we're actually down this year? Um, some of the early blocks have been half of last year. Okay. But that is from a part of the district that's Aldinga, Selix Hill, um, Maslin's Coast. That is from a part of the district that is extremely windy. Yes. So so those blocks were um, cold, wet, and windy during flowering. Okay. And they were windy during mid-March. Okay. So those blocks, I don't think represent the whole district, but they, they were as much as half down. I think as you come into the this sort of sea view area around McLaren Vale, Tatachilla Road, um, that sort of area, I don't think the yields are down as much. Okay. So, uh, luck. I think we will have a season that has a 30,000 figure. So somewhere between 30,000 and 39,000 picked for, for a season out of the region. Yeah. 
So it's a lower, definitely much lower than last couple of years, yeah. And quality-wise? In theory, it should be good because of the coolness. Absolutely. But there is a lot of unevenness. However... There's a lot of unevenness this year, okay. yeah. And you can, as you said, um, with this particular vineyard, you can see those dried grapes on one side of the vine yeah. and, and really ripe grapes on the other. Yeah, and then this week's Crop Watch will have photos of that... Of that um, that that, that dry, or I think it's wind damage, those dry, wind damage. Those dry bunches, yeah. Fantastic. Well, James, as usual, thanks so much. I always learn so much when I'm talking with you out in the vineyard. And hopefully everybody's having a really good harvest. Well, you've got to, you've got to get chin up. And maybe this is a good thing. A low vintage wheel clear stock. Absolutely. And, and just, that's not a bad thing. No, just on Cupid, the wind The wind has just started up. So... Um, yeah, so if, if if this phenomenon is of low yields is repeated in the major wine regions, which I'm hearing it is, oh, we know we know it is. Okay. Um, that will reduce the stockpile of wine in South Australia, um, which will make a difference. Absolutely. To, to supply. To supply. So it's always fascinating, isn't it, to see how nature almost works things out sometimes. Yeah, I did have someone say that to me, oh, nature's correcting it. It's like, well, there's nothing to do with nature. It's just coincidence. But, um, yeah, the, the, the fact that some lower harvested yields out of the main wine-producing regions uh, will back off the, the pressure on, on tanks of tanks and, yeah. and at least make a little bit of difference in, in the oversupply. Um, the, other, well, the other thing that the trend I have noticed is there is more grapes being taken for rosé. Oh, okay. So there is the, the thought that you can differentiate your wine offering by making a bit of rosé. Hey, and rosé is very popular. Yeah. Now, it's granite. I think people are using Grenache for that and a little bit of Cabernet Sauvignon. Okay. Not so much Shiraz. I, uh, I believe it's not that... You would, yeah. Well, Grenache, the Provencal-style Proven rosés yeah. are really popular, those paler rosés. Um, but that's a whole discussion for another yeah, time. Yeah, maybe that's something that, that yeah, we can... We can do a rosé. Do a rosé example. Expose. And, yeah. Actually, that, I am fascinated. I would love to get the rosé production figures. Yeah, it'd be great. Um, unfortunately, the stats we get, we, we get very good statistics on variety harvested, but the end use... So not, not what is done with those Yeah, grapes. it's not something that I know how to get easily, that's a very good question to actually take to someone like a Wine Australia. Absolutely. And say, do you actually, can you actually give us some insight into, What's being into made. what is actually being made? Yeah. So, so Greenish, um, there's quite a few blocks that have already been harvested already, but they're doing that to make rosé. Make rosé. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is popular with the consumers. Yep. Excellent. Okay. Thanks so much, James. Good luck with and the rest of Harvest, everyone. Good luck, everybody, and we'll see you soon. This podcast is proudly brought to you by the McLaren Vale Grape, Wine and Tourism Association, supporting growers in the McLaren Vale wine region.